0: Really Hello, Coach. Um, I know Cole Bassett only played a few minutes tonight. What have you seen so far from him at the club, and what more does he need to do to get more playing time? Thank you. <coughs>
1: uh, I'm not sure if he has to do some, uh, so much more, but he has uh, strong competition in his position with Still and uh, an International for Holland and Jens uh, yeah, Stoenstra. But uh, what we see from him now is actually what we saw from him in, uh, in in America as well. That he has a very good character, a lot of uh, fighting spirit, a lot of running comes comes uh, a lot of times inside the 16, a little bit similar to uh, Jens Dahlström and uh, Gustil. What he has to improve, in my opinion, is his ability to play in small spaces. So uh, his technique uh, is quite okay when he has time, but when there's not so much time, and the spaces are quite small. You should improve in that, um, in my opinion. Thank you.
0: You were terrible. I'm oh, so one. I love it. Tony, lad. again. Who paid for the nachos? Nor rain, nor wind, nor snow. Classico. From you and analysis In your car, in your home Thank you for tuning to Holding the Highline Hello von Colorado Rapids This is a bonus interview episode of Holding the Highline My name is Matt Pollard You just heard audio from the press conference After the Fire Nord rotterdam match I attended back on April 2nd, where I asked head coach Arne Slut about Cole Bassett. Nord are playing AS Roma in the Europa Conference League final next Wednesday, May 25th, at 1pm Mountain Time. That game is on Paramount+. As part of the build-up towards the match, the club hosted a media open day today, Thursday, May 19th. I was lucky enough to be invited, and I spent some time talking to Cole Bassett on Zoom. We discussed the league season, how he's grown as a player and a person the last five months, and so much more. I even asked him about visiting Kinderdijk, which is a UNESCO World Heritage site home to windmills from the 18th century on the outskirts of Rotterdam. Wednesday was a rough night for the Burgundy Boys and our Rapids community, so I figured you could all use some wholesome content as a pick-me-up. Without further time wasting, here is my conversation with Cole Bassett. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm good. I'm honestly a, a lot better now than than when I first arrived. Um, and I mean, I come home in like 10 days as well, so I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. Um, yeah,
0: how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. No, it's bright and shiny morning. Um, I don't know how much. <laughs> I know most of the games for the Rapids would be in the middle of the night for you, and they either would have been just after you played or before you played, if we're talking about... Weekend games. Um, you know, how much are you keeping
1: up with the team results and all that? I have only actually watched two games and it's been LAFC both times just because okay. both during the day. So, first one, not good. Second one was good last weekend. Um, yeah, the last one was actually pr- pretty good, you know, especially how good LAFC's done this year. I think they, they handled them well. But besides that, it's really just, I can watch highlights on YouTube. So, I don't really get like a good gist of, how they play. Um, I just like to keep up just because a lot of them are such close friends to me. So I saw last night, I don't know what went on there with Drew Fisher and, and that game refereeing-wise, but it looked like a pretty in, intense game. Yeah,
0: I don't know if MLS players can get fined by Disco when they're on loan. So I think the less said about that, the better. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Let's get to the end of your season. Uh, the league play obviously finished up over the weekend, finished third where Feyenoord had been, you know, for – you know, most of your time there. Um, You won five of your last seven games. You were a big part of that. How do you feel about how the league year ended?
1: I'm pretty happy, Um, but I'd say pretty happy because I worked so hard the last couple of months to finally, you know, gain his trust and and start playing consistently more and, and get more minutes off the bench. And I just feel like I could have done more. Like I am always one that I think most people will say I am hard on myself, but I know I could have done better in, in a couple of the games that I got uh, extended time. So maybe a little disappointed in, in that regard. But at the same time, I am happy that, you know, I think maybe for some people, I'm ahead of expectations of where I I could be for myself. I'm not um, for myself. I want to be starting and stuff like that. But I think, you know, to play the last le- uh, three games in the league season and, and help the team uh, finish third and, and to get, you know, an assist um, <laughs> in my first seven games is, you know, it's, it's a decent start, but, you know, going into next year, I think preseason is very important to, to become a starter next year.
0: Yeah. How big was that assist for you and that win against Utrecht?
1: It, it was huge. I mean, me and Luis are, are close friends. So I think it was nice to share that moment with him, even though, you know, I didn't do too much on that play kind of, you know, he's, he's a special player. So kind of just give him the ball. And I w I wouldn't, really clarify as an assist. but Some people gave it because I was the last guy that touched the ball, but uh I mean, it had some impact, you know, I, I give him the time to go one V one or even one V two, because he's a lot of times he gets double teamed or triple teamed. So just give him a little bit of space and he can, he can work his magic. And yeah, so it, it was pretty special to, in front of 50,000 to kind of be a part of a 96 minute winner.
0: Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You're not eligible for Europa conference play, right?
1: Uh, sadly not. No. The Visa Why
0: the Visa issue, that was it?
1: In January they had to make a I think you only can register three new players and mm-hmm. we had four signed and my visa wasn't done until February. Okay. So and then they made the choice that um the new center back coming in was he's Dutch, so he didn't need a, a visa to play here. So mm-hmm. um yeah, it was kind of the, the last man out, which you know it sucks. It takes you away from big important games and you know from going to playing in MLS to now a final versus Jose Mourinho and Roma would be something special, but, you know, it's still cool to be a part of it this year. Um, But hopefully they win and we're in Europa League next year, which will be a step up.
0: Yeah. So uh, effectively your season in a way is over, you know, are you on the scout team, like pretending to be Roma this week?
1: (laughs) I am. Yeah. um, Which is, it's actually similar to what we play in Colorado. D for me, I was telling the guys today, like, I'm so used to playing in this formation. Because, you know, a lot of these guys aren't the way that Jose plays, but he plays very similar to how Robin plays, actually, like the way we've watched film. So it's been pretty easy for me to pick up on how they're playing and kind of show it against the other team. Is there an obvious
0: player for Roma that you're either formationally trying to replicate to help the guys? Uh,
1: Pellegrini. Okay. Uh, he's That's... <laughs> like the ten. Yeah, yeah. He's like the ten. And then today we had a, a center back out, so we actually had to switch it around a bit and play a little bit of left wing back, left center back. We we've all rotated around, so it's it's kind of just fluid. But yeah, it's they Pellegrini for the most part. Okay, then. Uh, you've
0: had options to go to Europe in the past, and we don't need to rehash what those opportunities were, or why they didn't happen. Um, what about Firenord? Either in what they sold you on the plan or the timing of it, made this loan right for
1: you. The timing was, I felt like, right, um, in a sense. Uh, I didn't, I wouldn't say I felt like I accomplished everything I could in Colorado because I wanted to win a trophy with them. And although we did win the West, it didn't, we didn't get a trophy out of it. So, um, you know, I was a little disappointed in that sense. But at the same time, I knew that I wanted to come over here at a certain age so that I still feel like I had uh, a certain amount of time to develop and, and kind of, you know, push myself for a, a World Cup spot. And, it is tough because, you know, in order to make the World Cup, you need to be playing um, just because you come over here. That doesn't mean you're ahead of where you were before. But I think if, if I'm playing here um, compared to maybe an MLS, I think I have an easier shot at, at going to the World Cup. And I think I'll be a better player for it. So that was kind of the, the main reasoning behind it is, you know, I want to be a part of the World Cup uh, in November. And, you know, I know that if I'm playing here in the in the fall season and doing well, then, you know, I give uh Greg a reason to you know bring me in
0: yeah um, whether it's Anthony Hudson or Greg himself you know who from the national team is keeping tabs on you
1: Anthony has reached out the most recent um, but you know to be honest since I haven't played that much it's kind of hard for them to reach out to like go over games and stuff like that but Anthony was the most recent uh, recent um, that I reached out but you know I was with them for I mean three to four weeks in the winter time so I did get a lot of time with them and, and talking to them so it hasn't been as much recently to be honest and mm-hmm. I think that's just down to that I haven't played that much but um I did kind of get to be around them a lot during the winter time so I think that was helpful for me going into this year okay
0: any communication on whether or not you're in the running for next month
1: for a call-up uh, I don't believe so no okay I don't think so I, I mean I kind of expected that I haven't played enough to merit a call-up so you know it's, it's it's kind of tough to be called into a a group that I think will be the first group, you know, a world cup type roster. Um, Hmm. so yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll be in it, but you never know. Yeah.
0: Um, I was in the press box for the match against Willem. I spoke with Arne Slot. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly in the (laughs) press conference. He seems like a very thoughtful, serious, and very Dutch manager. What's your relationship with him? Like,
1: yeah, it's, it's good. Um, honestly, I've, before I came here, I only heard good things about him and, you know, it all kind of happened so quick. I, I barely really talked to him before I came over, actually. So that part was a little different um, compared to, you know, maybe other teams' managers were calling a lot um, to be in touch. But, you know, when it happened so quick, I kind of came over quickly, and it was more just what I've heard about him. And especially Greg Berhalter, he he played with him over here, so he knew him a lot. Um, so that kind of helped influence the decision. But once I've got here, I've, I've just been, you know le- – basically a sponge like I've Mm -hmm. learned a ton from him and the way we play it's very similar to I think Liverpool in a sense Um, but he was I believe the same position as me so I've, I've kind of picked up on a lot of things that He's learned throughout as a player and, you know, as a coach, he's, he's helped me with a lot of little things that I honestly didn't even know when I was in MLS. Like I never mm-hmm. really thought about him. So mm-hmm. he's, he's been great so far. Um, you
0: know, he's mentioned, you know, you're, you're good at pressing. He likes your off the ball movement, but he said, at least when I spoke to him that you needed to improve more of your skill on the ball, particularly under pressure and in tight spaces. I think that's something you struggled with at times in MLS. How much have you grown in that regard and in general in the last five months?
1: Yeah. I mean, that was probably the biggest thing that i noticed myself uh coming over from the start and to be honest i still there is times when we do drills in practice and i notice that i, I can definitely work on that even more um because i don't feel as good as i could um in really tight spaces but i think once we get on a field i don't i don't notice it as much um compared to maybe in training and, and tight drills but uh i would say that is the biggest thing that i think i need to to work on, to improve, to go to the next level and, and to be a starter next year and, and hopefully push for the, the U.S. team as well because uh, it's similar at international level. You don't have as much time to play because um, I think when I do have time to play in an MLS, a lot of times after the 70th minute, you know it gets a little bit more open, whereas here it actually gets tighter as the game goes on. So it is harder to to play and, and create stuff, um, but I think it, it'll be something for me to work on going into the next year. Interesting.
0: You know, we've spoken in the past about mentorship relationships you've had in Colorado, Tim Howard, Kai Kamara, Jack Price. uh, Do you have any uh, bonds like that with teammates now?
1: I wouldn't say as much because I don't, I mean, although I am, you know, still only 20 years old and I am young, I I don't consider myself a young player anymore. So it's not as much like a mentorship. Um, I do have Jens Tornstra, who's, you know, in some regards, uh, a player that, you know i see myself a little bit in, in in the way he plays so i do look at, at what he does but i wouldn't really say it's a, a mentorship you know i think now it's kind of about winning your spot and it is more you know pressure on yourself to perform in training but you know i think just within the group uh, if we're talking about maybe bonds um you know i'd say maybe it's luis and marcos sinessi mm-hmm. um, closest with but yeah i mean all all the all the boys are good
0: You left a uh, Rapids locker room that was very welcoming and had a lot of collective and plenty of Americans abroad have commented on how MLS locker rooms to European clubs can be different. I'm not going to speculate good or bad, but you, you know, what's the, what's the culture like there? How welcoming was it for you?
1: Actually it was really welcoming. Um, And I have heard the same thing as what you've heard. Um, You know, I know some of my good friends that have went over to Europe, they've maybe struggled a little bit more in, in terms of bonding with teammates and, Yeah, just getting used to the lifestyle over here. But to be honest, it's been pretty easy. I mean, everybody speaks English here, um, (laughs) which I think has helped. At the same time, I kind of wish they didn't at times so I could (laughs) learn the language. But uh, yeah, I think it's been pretty easy. And we have a lot of boys that um, are fairly young. Like our team's not very old, uh, but Mm -hmm. I think we are experienced for how young we are. So it's a little bit similar to how we were in Colorado as well. We had a lot of young pieces and I think we fit well together. Mm hmm. Uh, Speaking of the language, I remember
0: Tyler Adams, when he moved to Germany, everybody told him that he needed to learn German. And like a year later, he said that it didn't matter that much or it mattered more for like going to a restaurant and being able to read the menus than it did actually on the training ground or in games. Mm -hmm. Um, How good is your Dutch and how important is it? I'll say
1: in the community. I I'd agree with Tyler. I don't think you really need it. Maybe honestly, to read a menu like all the words like I do know a lot of words. And most of it is like food and stuff like that, growing to the grocery store and um, those type of things. And uh, in terms of tactics, like he kind of switches off between Dutch and English. So I know like, you know, terms for certain things, but I wouldn't say you really need it, to be honest. Um, We speak in English most of the time. So yeah, it's it's not too important.
0: Have you done anything like really touristy or been to Kinderdijk to see the windmills?
1: I actually did go to Kinderdijk. Yeah, I did with my parents when they came out. Um, okay. It was it was miserable though. It was like, whew, I don't know, it was probably like 40 degrees and windy and rainy. Um, so it wasn't the best, but yeah, I've been to Amsterdam a couple of times. I've been down to see Sammy in Belgium. I mean, we've got to travel a decent amount with with Europe. So, you know, I've got to go to a lot of new countries and right now we're in Portugal as well. So, I mean, I get to, you know, see a lot of new places that I haven't seen before okay well
0: at least if it was raining then that means the rain, the windmills had to be running to prevent the floods from happening like in the 18th yeah. century um so you mentioned um how much how often are you seeing sam and then i know eunice is local albeit you know playing for the crosstown rival sparta um you know how how often are you seeing the two of them and keeping that relationship going
1: yeah i honestly haven't seen sam as much as i would like to and it's crazy because he's probably the same time of drive as it took for me to get to Dick sporting goods park <laughs> um which is crazy but like i don't know why we both had busy schedules we play three games a week and it's tough our off days never align um as much so i haven't really seen him that much but Eunice, on the other hand i've i probably see every couple weeks maybe every two weeks and i just saw him like three days ago before we left um so i i'd say i've actually been closer with Eunice since i came over and you know he only lives like 10 minutes away from me right now so that's actually probably been uh the easier relationship but I wish I did see Sammy more, but I think when we both come back in, in like a week or so, we'll we'll hopefully see each other at a game or something.
0: Good stuff. Um, I don't want to get you in trouble with Feyenoord supporters by asking you if you're happy that Sparta stayed up, but Eunice has four assists. They win their final three games. Are you happy for him individually that he didn't get relegated?
1: Yeah, no, I am. Um, I think it was, he had a tough moment in between where uh i don't think he was playing as much i don't even know if he was in the team he might have been injured um i didn't talk to him for a little bit but you know recently he's came on and he's he's done really well in the last couple of games so when i saw him over the weekend i was happy for him um because we had a team dinner and they, their team um was kind of having a party next door at one of the restaurants <laughs> uh because it was after they stayed up so yeah it was it was pretty cool to see him and see how happy he was and I mean, I don't know what he's going to be doing next year. I mm-hmm. think his loan ends, but, you know, I, I do know he loves Rotterdam. So maybe he comes back here for another season. Uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, who knows? That's a that's a good question for FIFA, given all the foreign players who are with yeah. The less said about clubs play currently in Russia, the better. <laughs> the crowd at the Cup that night for me was fantastic. Uh, it's the best atmosphere I've experienced in the club game. You've played in Atlanta, Portland, Seattle. Is this the best stadium environment you've ever played in?
1: yeah i think so i mean the the marseille game was something different as well even though they actually had like a ban on one whole side of the supporter section but still i think there was they normally sit like 60 65,000 and they probably had 50 maybe and that game was crazy there was like tear gas that they were like i don't know <laughs> one of the weirdest craziest games i've been a part of but uh i still think yeah our fans are are definitely the best and it is a little different going from, you know, MLS where maybe it's 20,000 and now it's 50,000 every single week. And uh, just that Utrecht game is kind of where I realized what it's like, because after you score goal, it's you know, you just go crazy. And there's so many people that are supporting you. So I think there is a difference when we play at home to away because we have such an advantage with with our home fans.
0: Yeah. How different does it feel kind of maybe from a pressure or an energy standpoint being, you know, in a for a, playing for a big club in a football mad city?
1: I love it honestly I mean yeah there is pressure but I feel like I thrive under pressure and, and I enjoy it I mean it, it pushes you like they're they're big on you know if, if you're working hard which is one of my biggest assets They they kind of love you so they give you energy to keep going and I think that's why we've done so well at home this year is they just continue to help us push uh, especially toward the end of games so um, you know I I'm really excited to hopefully go into next year and you know try to be a consistent starter with them behind my back every time and hopefully score a lot of goals in front of them. Cause that would be special. So mm-hmm. uh, I do love it. And I love the city as well. Like just how passionate the fans are, you're walking around and sometimes they'll be like, you know, come on, come on, Bassett, or just find an order or something about that. And you know, you don't get that as much at home. So uh, I do enjoy that part.
0: Uh, when the club announced you on social media, they used the hashtag cool kid Cole. I've never heard anybody at the Rapids call you that. I've never seen them post that on social media prior to you joining fire Nord. Is this a new nickname? Is there a story behind this?
1: (laughs) No, I honestly, the first time I saw it was when they posted as well. And I still like all my teammates kind of give me for like, they'll just call me cool kid Cole or (laughs) something like that. I've kind of tried to change it. Uh, a little bit and you know tell them what just the Americans call me or they at least sometimes they'll say Captain America now or something like that <laughs> But I, I honestly it's not my favorite nickname but it's you know it, it flows uh, I guess a little bit with them over here and you know I'll, I'll let them go with it but I'd rather have like Gold Bassett or something like that Gold I think Bassett. that's what the Rapids fans uh, uh, that would be better but you know yeah. I'm to score a couple for that
0: yeah, it's it's a little bit. It's it's a meme like how Danny, how, you know, Jack says Scottish salmon and Danny doesn't care for that <laughs> nickname, but fans have fun yeah. with it. So then they're going to do it. This is a big move, not only as a player, but just as a young adult, you move to a new country, uh, different culture during the global pandemic. You know, at least I guess you didn't have to learn how to drive on the left side of the road. How much have you grown as a human being the last five months?
1: tremendous amount I think I've noticed that although my football has grown a lot I think as as a person you know I kind of feel like a young adult now and um, even though I'm really not but there's just so many things that I never really had to do at home since I was still living with my parents and yeah, I mean everybody goes through it you you know how it is once you move out on your own and you just have to you know kind of grow up as a person and the toughest part is it's not that much that I miss Colorado as a place it's more just the people that I was surrounded with and it's hard being eight or nine hours away from them all the time. Cause you know, they're normally waking up when I'm cooking dinner. So mm-hmm. it, it is a little weird in that regard, but I feel like now I, I kind of, you know, am a young adult and I know how to handle a lot of stuff. Uh, and I've learned to cook and stuff like that, which is nice. So I've got a lot of life lessons under my belt now.
0: Okay. You're technically a Colorado Rapids player on loan. Um, the tone that I've gotten when I've asked Forrick or Robin about it implies that, they think you're gone for good. How much of that is them trying to read what Firenord's thinking versus just confidence in general in you as a player, but you know, nonetheless, a lot can happen in the next 12 months. Is that something that consciously or subconsciously comes to your mind?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've thought about it a little bit, but at the end of the day, I think what I wanted was just the chance to get over here. And COVID has kind of affected that a little bit with how much teams can spend and they have to get creative in ways to bring players over and, for me, it's just all about you know if I go do my thing this this upcoming season, I I don't think there will be a problem with um what happens in regards to that, and I think it will be similar to what Oregon, Robin say. But you know, ultimately, it is up to me. I mean, I can't go into the season and not play that much, um, and and not do what I normally do. But I'm not really thinking about it too much. You know, I just know that if I go out there and and play how I'm going to play, and um, you know, score goals and and create chances, then I think there will be no problem, and hopefully, I'm a fire player for uh, three or four years more to come. Um, but you know, ultimately that's up to me.
0: Yeah. Um, on that note, what does this summer look like for you in terms of
1: geographically and then what you're doing? (laughs) Uh, I think hopefully as long as my flights are not delayed, I will be back for that May 28th game, uh, versus Nashville, uh, which I am excited to see some of the guys. And, you know, I get in that afternoon, like at 5 PM. So might be tough as long as you know there's no delays and i get my bags in time but uh hopefully i'll be out there for that game and then the rest of it honestly you know i've I've thought about maybe going to you know a vacation spot but really i just want to spend time with people that i'm close to and that probably just means coming home for three weeks before I come back over here and, and get ready for preseason because this is a big year uh, coming up for me, so I need to be prepared for that. But yeah, I'll probably just come back and try to catch that game since I believe it's the only home game till July 4th. Or something yeah, because
0: like there's a there's uh, a break in the in the middle
1: of June and then they're on the road for a couple of weeks. Um, okay.
0: uh, who from the team are you still regularly in contact with?
1: I'd probably say the most is Seb. Uh, we just we play video games together, so I'd say closest with him. But Trusty, John Lewis, um, you know, I've been in contact with some of the other guys. I mean, talked to Diego the other day for his birthday. But yeah, for the most part, I'd say Trusty and and Johnny, um, as mm-hmm. well as Ollie and Sub, and then the rest mm-hmm. of them. It's kind of just you know if they do something well, I'll congratulate them and and stuff like that, or uh, vice versa. But yeah, I'd say for the most part, them.
0: Yeah, you and Johnny still playing COD with the the time zone change at all?
1: No, it's it's tough, man. Even with Sebi, like, it's normally I've had to play with, you know, his friends from high school that we normally play with because they're off and he's normally at training. Um, Maybe I get an hour out of him, but by the time he's back at 2 p.m., it's already bed. You got to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Okay. Um, Don't get too much.
0: Yeah. You think you guys get the win next Wednesday?
1: I think so. I think, you know the way our team has played throughout Europe. Um, I think we just have a, a confidence about us and I'll I'll say it is similar to Colorado last year. We, we had a lot of young players, but we have experience. Um, I think we've kind of got a swagger about ourselves of, you know, we're confident in what we do. And, you know, we know Roma's going to be tough. Mourinho always puts together a team that is, <laughs> is very hard to go against, especially in a one game thing. I mean, his teams are very tactically well set up and, you know, they play the, the mind games with the ref and, or with the ref and with us. So no, it's not going to be easy, but um, you know, I, I, all I can do is help them prepare for it. So, you know, I, we're doing our best this week to help for that. And, you know, hopefully they get the job done. So we have a happy flight home uh, yeah. next week. Yeah. Uh, the media
0: handlers said that we had a schedule and I want to keep you to that Cole. So last question, uh, if okay. every Rapids fan was on this zoom call right now, what would you want to say to them?
1: Uh, you know, I think, We we had a special relationship the last four years. Uh, I'll say what I kind of said when I left in January, but when I came in, I believe we were bottom of the league. And I think to be a part of or be a key member of kind of that group that helped get us back to, to where the club belongs, I'd say that key group was, I think it was me, Jack, Danny, Kellen. We're kind of the four that were there like all four years of when we were Bad to when we, you know, became where we were, where we should be. Um, so I think to be there from the start and kind of help the team rise was something special that you know I, I won't ever really forget. Um, I am grateful that you know they gave me the opportunity because as a young kid and even now, like I still, I don't think I'm. A, I've always kind of been a player that's underrated, and um, you know, it's not always as easy for me. Uh, almost every single coach I've played under, I've it's taken me a bit to kind of gain their trust and stuff like that, but. I think the Rapids did give me the opportunity. So, yeah, I, I can't thank them enough. And that's why, you know, when I come home, I do want to go watch them and show my support for them and, and be a fan because I am a fan now of the team now that I'm gone. But uh, I think it was a, a very good four years in total and then five, including the academy. But, um, yeah, it was a special time in Colorado.
0: Cole, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck on Wednesday and hopefully see you in person later this month. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it, Matt.